Hello everyone and welcome to another beer review. Now today we're on how would you say this? Um we're on a stock port beer is what we're on today. And uh I haven't tried this one, so this is a new one for me. And uh we're on Unicorns. Copper Ale, which is quite a nice bottle, quite a nice design and a nice label, so that's nice, isn't it? And hopefully this will be quite nice. Hopefully. I've been doing a couple of Scottish beers reviews recently that are still to come out. And I just hope to God that uh, this doesn't follow that trend. But yes. So yes, it's a 4.3%, 500ml bottle, roughly about 2 quid. There's a bit of spill on the back. Let's see if it's uh, informative and well-balanced, as hopefully the beer is, or if it's all hype and bullshit. So, brewed since 1896, for those who know how to appreciate the best of Britain's distinctive beers, Unicorn Premium Ale is light and refreshing with a full-bodied flavour of a rich hops, a malt, a long dry finish with hints of fruity citrus. Oh, there you go, eh? Who's that bloody seaward again? And I used to wonder when I was growing up in that day, but why did women not like the seaward? And I actually thought it was See You Next Tuesday they were referring to, but turns out it's probably citrus. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, nothing more mentioned in it. But yes, it's uh, brewed by the Frederick Robinson Brewery, Stockport. There you go. So we go. The Robinson's Brewery. I thought they made barley water. <laughs> right, so what I put this in? I will put it in more traditional glass. But yeah, it doesn't, it just is a copper ale, so it doesn't really say any more details about that. But let's crack it open and see what delectable delights we have inside. Hopefully some nice stuff. So let's pour it and see what it's like. Ooh, good pour. That's a better one. So yes, it's a kind of a lighter brown kind of copperish colour. Mm, wouldn't say it's not amber, but it is a kind of light kind of clear copperish colour. Um, a bit of one finger head, quite a lot of effervescence in the head as well, so it might not last particularly long. And yeah, there you go. That's for the, the podcast. Smell, a little bit of malt, a little bit of grain, but I am getting hops. I am getting light citrus, but light citrus, but it's, it's a strange one. The citrus is kind of melting in with the, the malt aromas. So you can smell the citrus, but you can also smell the hops at the same time. So the two of them are kind of connected just now within the aromas doesn't mean they're going to be like that in the flavours but that's what I'm getting in the aromas 
But yeah, it smells actually quite nice. It does. It smells like it smells inviting. That's what it smells of. Just thinking. Mmm, smells quite nice. If the flavours kind of match up, then it could be a nice beer. The problem is, or that's the thing, is. I mean, there's plenty of good beers out there that you'll, you'll smell and there's not really any aromas at all and you're thinking, it smells like nothing, really. But it's a nice beer. It tastes really nice. And then other ones you can smell and you think, mm, that smells really quite nice. And yeah, the aromas are just, yeah. If it tastes as good as it smells, we're in for a good one and then it just falls absolutely flat. Either the certain flavours that you actually smell, the aromas that you actually smell aren't really there in the flavours or they're very weak and you're thinking, just what's happened you know you got you got the aromas right but the intensity of the actual flavor of the beer is just not there and that's just the situation we live in but let's see what this is like taste it tastes quite nice but I'm just trying to get kind of I think I'm gonna to have to get acclimatized because it starts off not too bad but then it just slightly weakens a bit in the mid tongue and in the aftertaste a bit and, uh, yeah it just Let's try something. Let's get some more into me and see what the buddies say. Bit of tanning finish. You're getting a bit of citrus there, but you're also getting a little bit of kind of slightly stewed tea in the aftertaste as well. So a bit of tannings there in the aftertaste. Uh, almost kind of slightly copperish kind of uh, accent flavours with that as well. So you are getting slightly, also slightly kind of metallic, but not like the kind of tennis lager metallic, a little bit more subtle, like you say, a little bit slightly more copperish in the aftertaste. But hmm, the mid tongue is a big problem. Just not enough flavour in the mid term. And uh, hold on a minute. Sorry about that. Just uh, when the kids came down and uh, wanted to ask a question, didn't have the answer because I'm thick as shit. Um, but that's life. But yeah, to get back onto this beer. Um, yeah. It's just, I just feel it just. It starts off not so great on the start of the mouth, but okay. And then it just drops off. It's just like the flavour's just, just... It's quite watery in the mid-tongue. Yeah. It's almost as if there's nothing really there. There's a bit, a bit more flavour in the front of the mouth and a bit more flavour in the aftertaste. And not really much in between. And do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me slightly similar to Tongham tea. 
which was uh, the Hogs Back Brewery up near Guildford. But yeah, I mean, the aftertaste is quite nice, but it seems to be more aftertaste than anything else. I mean, it's, it's not a bad beer, but it's just, the balance is slightly all over the place a wee bit. It's just not, not, not really anything there in the, in the mid-tongue. It's like void. It's like, let's ignore the mid-tongue. Let's start off with the front of the mouth and then go straight to the aftertaste and forget anything in between. Yeah, just that's a strange one. But there's enough flavour in the aftertaste. There's a bit of flavour in the front of the mouth. Probably could be a wee bit stronger, but again, if they're trying to make it more sessionable, then... But between the two... I'm not saying you're going to miss the mid-tongue, but they, they can get away with it, is probably the best way. Just with the, there's enough flavour in the front of the mouth and enough flavour in the aftertaste that you could probably, you're slightly getting away with not having anything really of um, of anything worth, worth mentioning in the midterm. It's a bit of a strange one from that point of view because as my mouth is getting more acclimatised, I'm still not really getting in the mid-tongue, but I'm not feeling it so kind of watery now from that point of view. So it's, my mouth is kind of settled that it's happy enough with a kind of drag on from the front of the mouth and the early onset of the, the aftertaste that, yeah, that I can, I'm not really looking so much for anything in the mid-term anymore. But yeah, strange one. The Unicorn Premium Ale is a light and refreshing and full-bodied flavour of rich hops and malt. A long dry finish. Well, it is, a, it is quite a, a long aftertaste. Dry. Well, there's a bit of bitterness there. Um, there is that kind of tanning, that kind of sort of stewed tea as well. Yeah. It's ever so slightly kind of copper tones as well. But yeah. I honestly really don't know what to make of this beer, to be totally honest. It's uh, a bit of a strange one. The problem is, is what I don't need to make it, is normally with these type of things, I would probably say this isn't my cup of tea. And to a certain degree, I would probably say it isn't my cup of tea, but there is certain flavours that just, I just seem to quite, I find quite nice. I'm not going to say I, I like, but I just find quite nice. 
unless I can a strange thing because one part of me saying, well, you know, what the hell's going on here? Where's, where's my tongue for a start? What's going on with the flavours? And why isn't there a mid-tongue and everything else? And then other parts were saying, well, I don't know what's really going on here, but I quite like that flavour. That's quite a nice flavour, and that's quite a nice flavour. And uh, the finish overall, the aftertaste, is yeah, it's quite nice. So there's that. There's a kind of slight conflict going on with me. There's one side of me is like, no, no, and the other one saying, no, it's actually not so bad. And uh, I'm kind of having a an internal argument with myself going on right now. So the swearing will probably start quite soon. Effing <laughs> and Jeffing. I didn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I'm not a type of person. I don't swear much but yeah as I'm getting more acclimatised to it's still kind of lagging in the mid tongue but there's enough there at the front of the mouth and the aftertaste to kind of support it it's actually not too bad it's not too bad and I'm actually to a certain degree kind of enjoying it I mean as you can see I drank basically at least half of it anyway. And uh, yeah, I maybe say it's a bit watery. Um, and I think I might not be really a, a true reflection because I just feel that it's lacking in the mid tongue. And because it doesn't really have any kind of discernible kind of flavours that are in the mid tongue, that may give you that kind of uh, appearance of being a bit watery. But overall, so there's, there's some decent kind of flavours and a decent kind of intensity, especially, excuse me, in the aftertaste. The aftertaste has probably got a lot, I've got, it's where the most flavour really is, is in the aftertaste. Um, the, the front of the mouth is a kind of lighter introduction, thinking like, well, this is what, we're going to be starting off with and what we're going to continue with is aftertaste. You know, it's like that. So it's not heavily intense flavours in the front of the mouth. But they're enough and nice enough to think, oh, well, it's not the best start, but it's quite a good start. And then you think, well, where's it going to go on in the the mid-tongue and is like well fuck the mid-tongue and then let's go straight to the aftertaste and that's what it basically feels like and because you just get that little kind of period between the dissipation of the front of the mouth and the start of the aftertaste it just slightly will goes kind of light on you and it just gives you that feeling of slightly watery but it isn't it's just there's no flavor in the middle to kind of join the front of the mouth and the aftertaste together so much and it's just a bit yeah it's a bit strange it really is right let's break down the flavours so you start off at the front of the mouth and uh, you get some light malts light malts with little kind of toffee hints a little bit of grain 
and a light underlying sweetness. But what also you get is just little accents of stewed tea, little accents of tannins in that front of the mouth. And that's what kind of connects the front of the mouth to the aftertaste. And that's how it can kind of jump over where the mid-tongue flavours would be. So instead of the front of the mouth connecting or falling on to the mid-tongue, the kind of accent flavours at the front of the mouth kind of connects to the aftertaste. And that's why it allows that kind of jump, which is again unusual and quite strange from my point of view. It might be normal for other people, but certainly not for me. And yeah, I can't really say anything about the aftertaste because it just doesn't seem to be any kind of discernible flavours that are connected and moving on. And you really move on to the kind of aftertaste and uh, you get a little bit of citrus, a little light bitterness. You still get a little bit of maltiness in the aftertaste and you also get this again the tanning accents just by slightly but again it's very strange because it might not be because it's quite unusual to get the kind of maltiness in the aftertaste to the level it's it's got and unfortunately sometimes with uh, maltiness mixing with kind of tanning flavours can give you this kind of slightly kind of copperish kind of accents as well from that point of view so I think that's probably where the kind of slightly copperish kind of edge I'm getting from the tannings is because there's a, enough malt in the aftertaste that's kind of slightly kind of the flavours are slightly kind of reacting with each other from that point of view and it's just giving you this kind of slightly kind of Copper's edge to the tanning flavours, but the tanning flavours are quite there. Um, I mean, light citrus, but really, really light citrus. I mean, I don't know why they mentioned the citrus because it's, maybe that's what they call maybe the referring to the dry finish. The dry finish, the long dry finish is more like the tannings and little hints of, of citrus, but very light, seriously, very light. I mean, the aroma of citrus is a lot more than the flavour of citrus. And overall, although I feel kind of quite undecided that overall, I feel that the beer's actually not too bad, but it's just this kind of gap in the middle that just, it's like, you're up and then you're back up again so it's like just somebody's just taking a chunk out the middle of the beer and you're thinking you know a big you know, gap there and it feels a bit strange which makes it me hard to kind of because I'm undecided whether I like it or I don't like it because there's certain parts of it I do like and other parts thinking no no it's it's lacking in some ways and of course it is it's lacking right in the mid tongue so what would I give this? I mean, normally, if this had a kind of mid-tongue flavour that would kind of join the front of the mouth to the aftertaste, because the aftertaste is quite nice. Front of the mouth is okay. It's nothing brown, but it's okay. It's fine. It's a, bit, it's a big finish beer, 
from that point of view. There is more going on in the aftertaste than there is anywhere else. But you would expect something in the mid-tongue to kind of join the two together, you know, a good start, middle and end. But that isn't there. So it makes me hard to kind of say, because some parts are light and other parts I'm like, no. So, so I'm going to play it safe from that point of view. I'm going to give it a five out of ten, and a lot of that's because of the aftertaste. But it is a bit of a strange beer. Would I recommend it? Yes and no. I would recommend it for some parts of it, and then I wouldn't recommend it for others. For the aftertaste, I would recommend it to a certain degree. I would recommend the front of the mouth. I couldn't recommend it on the basis of the aftertaste and how it kind of flows from front to back because it doesn't to a certain degree. There is a connection between the front and the back but it's like the accents left over from the front of the mouth being picked up by the start of the aftertaste and nothing really in between. I don't know whether they're getting this full bodied but because it's not full bodied. So I'm going to give it a five. I would say Try it and see what you think and see if you get the same experience I get. Uh, because it is a bit strange and it might be for you. Would I buy this again? I don't know. If I'd like to try it on a cask. I would. I'd like to try it on a cask and see what it's like. From the bottle point of view, it's a bit strange. From that point of view, I'd like to try it in cast because hopefully I can get more clarity and a better understanding of the beer than the cast because right now I'm not getting it so much from the bottle from that point of view. So I can't say I don't like it, but I can't say I really like it. So it's like kind of, kind of in between. I don't know what I'm going to be from that point of view. So it's a bit of a strange one. This is kind of kind of gazumped me from that point. But yes, I would say give it a go and see what it delivers to you and, and see what you think. And if it's for you, great. And if it's not for you, then I can quite understand that. It's that kind of, it really is quite yin and yang. I mean, some parts I like, some parts I just don't like. But I'm not saying I don't like, but I just feel it's just not there to actually like or dislike from that point of view. But it is lacking body because of that, it's missing the mid-tongue, so it is lacking a bit of body. But from that other point of view is, if you looked at it as a very sessionable beer, then yes, it is very drinkable and easy drinkable, because it doesn't really have a mid-tongue. But it still has quite a good intensity in the aftertaste from that point of view, so it might want to draw you back. But yeah. 5 out of 10, it's a bit £2 a bottle, it's 500ml, it's 4.3%, it's uh, a copper ale, it's a unicorn copper ale from Robinson's Brewery in Stockport. Thanks for watching, cheers and bye for now.